0: Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the November 14th meeting of the San Francisco County Transportation Authority Board. I'm Rafael Mandelman. I serve as chair of this board. Our vice chair is Mirna Melgar. I want to thank Tom Misloftus from SFGov TV. Um, and our clerk is Elijah Saunders. Mr. Clerk, will you please call the roll?
1: Yes, Chair. Commissioner Chen? Chen absent. Commissioner Dorsey? Dorsey present. Commissioner Guardio. Guardio present. Chair Mandelman Present. Mendelman present. Vice Chair Melgar? Melgar absent. Commissioner Peskin? Present. Peskin present. Commissioner Preston? Preston? Preston present. Commissioner Ronan? Ronan absent. Commissioner Safai? Safai absent. Commissioner Stephanie? Stephanie absent. And Commissioner Walton? Walton present. Chair, we have quorum.
0: All right, thank you, Mr. Clerk. And I think you have a brief public comment <coughs> announcement.
1: I do um for members of the public interested in participating in this board meeting we welcome your attendance here in legislative here in person in the legislative chamber room 250 in city hall or you may watch cable channel 26 or 99 depending on your provider or stream the meeting live at www.sfgovtv.org for those wishing to make public comment remotely the best way to do so is by dialing 415-655-0001 and when prompted entering access code two six six one six six seven one four three eight and then press pound and pound again you'll be able to listen to the meeting in real time when public comment is called for the item you wish to speak on press star three to be added to the queue to speak do not press star three again or you'll be removed from the queue when the system says your line is unmuted the live operator will advise that you will be allowed two minutes to speak when your two minutes are up we'll move on to the next caller calls will be taken in the order in which they are received best practices are to speak slowly clearly and turn down the volume of any televisions or radios around you Public comment for items on this agenda will be taken first from members of the public in attendance in the legislative chamber, and then afterwards from the remote speaker's queue on the telephone line. Thank you.
0: Thank you, um, Mr. Clerk, and uh, we've been joined by Commissioner Stephanie. Um, I want to excuse uh, Vice Chair Melgar and Commissioner Ronan from today's meeting. Uh, I understand that we're gonna lose Commissioner Walton at about uh, 1045, uh, and I will excuse him from Uh, from votes after he leaves Um, before calling our next item as chair I want to invoke rule 3.26 from our rules of order to limit total public comment per item to 30 minutes for today's meeting it's my intention to give each speaker two minutes unless I indicate otherwise at the start of public comment for that item mr. clerk will you please call our next item
1: item 2 approve the minutes of the October 24 2023 meeting this is an action item
0: Right. Uh, we should open this up to public comment if there's anyone who'd like to talk to us about the minutes in the chamber come on up and I don't see anyone so let's see if we have any remote public comment on item two
2: Checking for remote public comment and there is no public comment
0: okay public comment on item two is closed is there a motion to approve item two the minutes moved by Dorsey is there a second seconded by Stephanie um, Mr. Clerk would you please call the roll?
1: Commissioner Chen Chen absent. Commissioner Dorsey? Aye. Dorsey aye. Commissioner Guardia. Aye. Guardio aye. Chair Mandelman? Aye. Mandelman aye. Commissioner Peskin aye. Peskin aye. Commissioner Preston? Aye. Preston, aye. Commissioner Safai? Safai absent. Commissioner Stephanie? Aye. Stephanie aye. Commissioner Walton? Aye. Walton aye. There are seven ayes. The minutes are approved.
0: Um, thank you Mr. Clerk. Please call item 3.
1: Item three, community advisory committee report. This is an information item.
0: And I believe we have our CAC vice chair, Kat Siegel.
3: Yes, hi. Good morning, commissioners. Uh, At our October 25th meeting, the CAC adopted a motion of support for two Prop L5YPPs for the traffic signals and signs maintenance uh, and the safer and complete streets programs. Uh, And we also adopted a motion of support to allocate 36 million in Prop L funds. There was a lot of interest from CAC members in specific projects, particularly in the Safer and Complete Streets program. Several members expressed particular concern about wanting to see traffic calming in their districts and will be eager for updates on specific projects within uh, these two programs on that theme. Uh, The CAC also adopted a motion of support to program funds and approve fund exchanges for the Yerba Buena Island Hillcrest project and the Yerba Buena Island multi-use pathway and expressed support for prioritizing fully protected bike and pedestrian infrastructure as part of this project. Uh, We also received a state and federal legislation update during which Members expressed a desire to see stronger regulations of AVs as part of next year's legislative legislative program Uh, and finally, we received a presentation from uh, SMTA on their building progress and fleet programs uh, which detailed the planned upgrades to various muni yards uh, as well as the long term bus procurement plan. Uh, There was a lot of interest in this item uh, from CAC members, particularly in the reasons for bus manufacturers going out of business, as well as the possibility of expanding the trolley bus fleet and whether the city could uh, advocate for less prescriptive standards for public transit vehicle technologies, uh, given the risks associated with being early adopters of cutting edge technologies like the battery electric buses. Um, That concludes my remarks and I'm happy to answer any questions.
0: Thank you, Vice Chair Siegel. I do not see any questions, so uh, let's open your um, report to public comment. If there's anyone in the chamber who'd like to talk to us about item three, come on forward. And if not, let's see if there's any remote public comment on item three.
2: Checking for remote public comment. And there's no public comment.
0: Okay. Uh, Well, then thank you again, Vice Chair Siegel. Public comment on item three is closed, and Mr. Clerk, please call item four.
1: Item four, adopt two 2023 Prop L five-year prioritization prioritization programs and amend the Prop L strategic plan baseline. This is an action item.
0: Okay. Um, Today we have uh, a pairing of two Vision Zero-focused programs, Traffic Signs and Signal Maintenance and Safer and Complete Streets. If the board adopts these two programs as presented, we will set aside nearly $75 million in Prop L sales tax funds for safety projects citywide that can be allocated by this board through June, 2028. Um, That's four and a half years as soon as projects are ready to advance. We have a few teed up for allocation today under the next agenda item. These programs are expected to leverage or bring in one to $4 in other federal state or local funds for each Prop L dollar we invest stretching our sales tax tax dollars further. The list of projects includes about $30 million for new and upgraded traffic signals and funds to replace worn out traffic signs with new signs sporting the latest retro reflectivity standards. Uh, $10 million for pedestrian and bicycle-focused street improvements such as the Central Embarcadero Enhancements, Golden Gate Greenway, Howard Streetscape, 7th Avenue Bikeway, and Soma Arterial Traffic Calming. $10 million for school traffic calming and $1.2 million leveraging federal One Bay Area grant funds for safe routes to school, education, and encouragement activities. We also have funding for bicycle and scooter classes for adults, left-turn traffic calming, speed limit reductions, and funding for public education and engagement related to speed safety cameras recently authorized as a pilot by AB645 and $15 million and a fifty million dollar placeholder for recommendations to come out of sfmta's active communities plan and with that mike pickford
4: good morning and uh, principal transportation planner mike pickford i will try not to repeat uh, anything from your introduction but we do have two five ypp's today um, so the first few slides here are an introduction for anyone who is um, less familiar with this uh, process but uh, the expenditure plan approved by the voters does uh, require Um, adoption of the 5 YPP's as a prerequisite for allocation of any funds the board has approved 12 YPP's to date Um, so this diagram shows um, uh, the strategic plan baseline um, which was approved earlier this year uh, includes the initial budget and then we're now on step two working with the sponsors to identify these specific projects for the next five years Um, sponsors can request advancing funds to support delivery faster than simply spending revenues as they come in Um, This slide outlines the sections of an actual 5-YPP document which are included as enclosures in this item. Earlier this year, the board adopted prioritization criteria for each program that guide the development of our recommendations. Some of these criteria are are across Prop L as a whole and some of them are tailored to specific programs. Um, Our recommendations are based on a series of public engagement efforts that we conducted to inform the development of the 5-YPPs. Um, And as Chair mentioned, um, the two for um, consideration today are traffic signs and signals maintenance and safer and complete streets. So um, I will now uh, go over highlights of projects in each of those two um, and let us know if you have any questions. Uh, Within traffic signs and signal maintenance, we think the Western Addition Traffic Signal Upgrade Project is a great example of our prioritization criteria working well as this project uh, does include safety upgrades that were recommended in the Western Addition Community-Based Transportation Plan, and Prop L would be leveraging a $17 million federal grant. For Tenderloin signal upgrades, this project still needs to find some funding to complete its uh, funding plan, but we believe this project will be competitive for grants, so we're recommending programming these match funds now. The Great Highway Signal Project includes ADA upgrades to improve accessibility, and while there is some uncertainty about the future configuration of Great Highway, SFMTA says that these signal upgrades will be required regardless of the future design. Um, There's also projects in this 5YPP that will tackle safety upgrades at multiple locations across the city. Signs and hardware replacement includes things like replacing existing signage and signal equipment that has reached the end of its useful life, and we need to ensure that these signals keep working. Visibility upgrades include increasing the size of the signal heads and locating them on mast arms to make them easier to see. City coordination will construct conduit that will hold wiring for future signals when Public Works is repaving a street so that the road does not need to be torn up again. Bus transit signal priority will replace existing equipment that holds a green light for buses allowing them to travel along the route more efficiently this hardware is at the end of its useful life and SFMTA is separately requesting funds to expand the system to new locations but we're just talking about the replacement um, equipment here we are excited about speeding transit of course but we've raised some concerns about delivery for this project including a um, possible lack of capacity in SFMTA signal shop Um, SFMTA does have current open grants for this project that have not progressed as expected. So we do recommend programming these funds, but before we would recommend allocation, um, we will need SFMTA to demonstrate that the project is ready for implementation and that they have the capacity to do the work. Moving on to the Safer and Complete Streets, 5YPP, there are three sub-programs. I'll get into the first, which is Capital Projects. Safe Streets Evaluation is a project that we've funded for many years to assess the effectiveness of quick builds and large projects to draw out any lessons that can be applied to future projects. School Traffic Calming is a program we're excited about. This will combine SFMTA's walk audit program, which assessed the needs around about five schools per year, Uh, with its uh, proactive school traffic calming project which uh, would do things like paint loading zones and other small improvements The combined program will include an expansion to up to 10 walk audits per year and will include additional work like um, Daylighting curbs and installing speed humps prior to recommending allocation of these funds uh, We have asked SFMTA to put together guidelines that would Explain how the program will work and will clearly articulate how schools will be prioritized slow streets implementation would be implementation of the existing approved slow street network. Any new slow streets proposed would need to be recommendations approved through the active communities plan. Vision Zero left turn traffic calming will reduce uh, speeds and control movements for turning cars to improve pedestrian safety. The Vision Zero speed limit reduction project would exercise new authority to reduce speed limits to 20 miles an hour in certain business corridors. Um, Chair mentioned the active communities plan and that we are recommending um, programming placeholder funds as simply the plan is not complete yet. Um the rest of the capital projects are for specific locations and corridors central embarcadero uh, the board has um, seen this project before as um, it programmed uh, obeg funds earlier this year the district four street improvements project will implement recommendations from the transportation Authority's district four mobility plan the seventh avenue project will improve access from the inner sunset to golden gate park the Fifth Street project will leverage state local partnership program formula funds to upgrade existing quick build improvements with permanent infrastructure. Golden Gate Greenway uh, includes a road diet on the Tenderloin to free up some street space for other public uses. The Page Slow Street project will make permanent some of the temporary quick build improvements uh, implemented during the pandemic. The SOMA arterial traffic calming project will focus on road diets for those big fast roads uh, and SOMA including routes to the freeway. Howard is a large corridor project that has received a $23 million federal raise grant. However, the project is still, um, it still has a $17 million hole in the funding plan that was originally expected to be funded with development fees that um, we and SFMTA now agree is unlikely to materialize in the near term. So we are working with SFMTA to fill that funding gap, including recommending these sales tax funds. The Tenderloin Protected Intersections Project will construct outs at corners, again to slow those turning cars to improve pedestrian safety. Uh, for Valencia Bikeway, we are recommending programming a million dollars for construction of the final design, uh, which of course will be determined after the current pilot is assessed and, um, and the final configuration is uh, determined and designed. The, moving into the other two sub-programs for outreach and education, Uh, bike education and outreach Um, chair also mentioned we have a allocation request in the following item for 80 classes and for the first time scooter classes Um, the safe routes to school non-infrastructure project is our 11 match for a federal OBEG grant that we programmed earlier this year vision zero education includes funds for traffic safety education Um, and again the the first year will focus on public engagement around implementation of speed safety cameras the scope is still being developed, so we're recommending most of those funds to be held on reserve uh, with SFMTA coming back in January with a refined scope and schedule. For new traffic signals, contracts 66 and 67 will implement new signal locations around the city, and Skyline and Sloat will construct a new signal at that location in District 4. We are almost done. A foundational aspect of the sales tax is to use our local funds to leverage other funding sources. So on the whole, leveraging is good uh, in these programs, but it is the case that some of the larger projects are really exceeding expectations, while there are other projects with little or no leveraging, and that may be appropriate in cases where funds are difficult to come by for a certain type of project. But in other cases, we have communicated to sponsors that we expect better leveraging, and we will continue to work with them to pursue other funding sources. Um, Even with that good leveraging, uh, these recommended projects do require advancing funds. We expected and are comfortable with supporting this level of advancement of funds because these projects are key to supporting the city's Vision Zero goal and that makes it important to move them forward soon so that the public can benefit from those safety um, improvements sooner rather than later. And uh, we also knew that this baseline amount in the first five years would be comparatively small because there are open Prop K grants which we expect to pay down over um, the next five years and uh, when we come back in five years we will have more sales tax revenue to work with. This item also includes an amendment to the strategic plan baseline to accommodate the projects we discussed and to update cash flows to reduce financing costs. For BART's core capacity project, BART is able to spend down a state grant before spending Prop L funds, so we're able to push out some of the cash flow into later years, and we are also recommending pushing out some cash flow for muni maintenance projects in that 5YPP to ease some debt pinch points in future years. Uh, Looking ahead, we are working with SFMTA uh, to bring a partial uh, muni maintenance 5YPP to the board in December that would program projects that need funds in fiscal year 23-24, and we will recommend placeholders for the remaining four years um, to uh, enable those projects to be refined. Um, We will bring the remaining 5YPPs to the board in early 2024, followed by adoption of the final strategic plan. And with that, we can take any questions and we have project managers from uh, the relevant sponsors.
0: Thank you, uh, Mr. Pickford, Commissioner Preston.
5: Thank you, Chair Mandelman. Um, and uh, I, I, so I'm, I'm really excited by a lot of the, what is in this plan as it relates to district five specific projects that are uh, have been high priorities uh, for my office and for my constituents, and and I, I appreciate you've mentioned a number of them in passing. I just wanted to to uplift lift a few of these, um, and and I should start by noting that you know I represent a district with more than our share of streets on the high injury network, and also a, a district with a lot of folks who are um, at high risk, right of of uh, uh, injury or death from traffic collisions but are not themselves car owners right I, I, and and are um as a policy matter really firmly behind the kind of projects um that that you've identified here and i just wanted to to uh recognize a few of these and some uh, and some of the folks involved so the first uh, you touched on the the western edition area uh, traffic signal upgrades um, and that is 3.6 million dollars to enhance pedestrian, bicycle safety, um, transit connections, and community uh, space, and advance uh, Vision Zero goals through, as you you know, upgraded signals, speed reduction strategies. Um, and I think it, these are all. It, I think it's really important to note these are all coming from a community-based plan, the Western Edition Community-Based Transportation Plan, um, and is um, a this funding is a local match with the federal money that we've talked about previously that is 17.6 million dollars being allocated to uh, these safety improvements um, in the western edition so I'm thrilled that that is part of this uh, plan this additional 3.6 million dollars and also just want to note that our office drafted a letter in support of of the 17.6 million dollars that we got and I want to recognize the new community leadership Foundation, the Boys and Girls Club of San Francisco, San Francisco Housing Development Corporation, Mo Magic Collective Impact, San Francisco Rebels, and the Village Project, uh, who were really uh, instrumental uh, in securing that, uh, working with MTA and uh, the TA to secure uh, that, that grant. So we're excited, uh, really excited about that project. You also mentioned the Golden Gate Greenway, and I just can't emphasize uh, enough how important that is. This this dedicated funding will fully fund the community's vision for the Golden Gate Greenway. Um, if you haven't been out there, please go out. This is the 100 block of Golden Gate. This is a, a community-created oasis in the heart of the Tenderloin. Um, and needs major uh, improvements and activation of uh, sitting areas, family play areas, green space, in on uh, the Golden Gate Greenway and I just want to thank St. Anthony's for their leadership but also note that it is really a model of uh, if there's someone out there who opposes this who is in the neighborhood I haven't heard from them I I mean we have heard from hundreds of people every organization uh, nonprofit everyone the businesses there is such strong support uh, for this amazing uh, project and and really excited to see uh, the funding of uh, over a million dollars to make this happen as part of this plan page slow Street also a huge priority in our district this will allocate um, a million dollars to design and uh, improvements to safety and and streetscape features along uh, the slow Street Uh, this has and I will Uh, have have a friendly debate with anyone who wants to uh, claim that their slow street is the best in the city but I'm gonna say that as as it is right now uh, I don't know that anything rivals uh, Page Street and the love and attention that so many residents along Page have uh, provided in terms of community art and just keeping it safe and uh, advocating every at every step uh, to maintain preserve uh, and have a vision for uh, an incredible slow street there so we're thrilled to see those funds there and then last but definitely not least also in the tenderloin just want to thank uh, you for the inclusion of the um, hundreds of thousands of dollars for protected intersections in the tenderloin um, and the uh, two million dollars for installation of all the signal upgrades which are really essential uh, in in the tenderloin and some of those long overdue so um, I I I, I wanna just close by thanking TA staff for all their work. Um, and their work with our office uh, MTA staff that's elevated these projects um, and what often goes without recognition but is important the voters of San Francisco who have provided these funds so that we can make these kind of uh, improvements uh to, to improve uh, safety of our streets so looking forward to working with MTA and TA and and city departments to ensure a prompt rollout of these but did just want to speak um, to these District Five specific projects, and thank you uh, for all your work, Mr. Pickford, uh, and everyone at the TA on this. Uh, and also recognize Preston Kilgore, my legislative aide, who does all our transportation work, who has been very busy. Thank you.
0: Thank you, uh, Commissioner Preston, and let's open this item to public comment. If there's anyone in the chamber who'd like to talk to us about Item Four, come on up and line up on that side of the room.
6: Good morning, guys. I must repeat this. I'm sorry. Zero doesn't exist. I mean, the level of intelligence is very low. Guys, wake up. You can't have a vision zero. The very fact that you are talking about a vision zero shows that you don't know what you are talking about. Zero doesn't exist. That's why it's called zero. Because everything comes from something. So why are you aiming at zero? It means you have no vision, which is why it is not the future. It's very easy to understand. I'm sorry, that's it.
7: Hi, good morning, commissioners. Uh, My name is Rachel Clyde, and I'm a community organizer with the San Francisco Bicycle Coalition, and I'm here to speak on the Prop L funding for safer and complete streets. Uh, This funding is crucial to creating a safer environment in San Francisco for all road users and supports programs to promote micro-mobility throughout the whole city. Uh, We are so excited to see um, the good use that this funding will go to. Um, just thank you want to say thank you to the dedicated TA staff members who have been seeing this work through and helping to secure the funding thank you to community members who supported their uh, who voiced their support and promote active transportation every day um, and thank you to commissioners for approving uh, years of funding that will help transform our city thanks
8: Good morning, commissioners. My name is Jody Medeiros. I'm the executive director of Walk San Francisco. And I just want to also express my thanks, particularly, Walk San Francisco has been part of this process from the inception of the um, Prop L down to this final review that you're going to hopefully approve today. And I do want to commend the SFCTA team, Tilly and her team. It's been a really well-run process, so kudos to her. Um, as a safe Uh, routes to school partner I do want to express how important it is that we are prioritizing children families and schools in this budget I think the doubling of the walk audits has been really critical Uh, 10 going from 5 to 10 in a single year its um, city families are going to be happy that their money is being invested wisely around children and schools this also means that almost every district could get a walk audit every year which is exciting Um, I am asking the SFCTA and you all to help us with transparency around this. It's really important that we know where these are, especially since we're the boots on the ground in the schools, and so to be able to communicate that to families is really critical and important. Um, Overall, there are some really sexy projects in here, and also not so sexy, like traffic signals. Never sexy, but really critical to Vision Zero, so really happy that we're prioritizing that. The thing that really hurts me is that the timelines for some projects are so slow. 2017 for something starting, it's really hard to see that. So, and we know that Prop L, this isn't enough. We have so much to do. We are in a crisis. We've already this year had more than 20 people die in traffic fatalities and we need to do more. And this isn't quite enough. So you might be voting today to give MTA the necessary resources for being able to do more and making sure that we're not reliant on vehicles for getting around San Francisco. Please keep that in mind. We do need funding and um, just want to express that we are a partner at walk San Francisco and looking forward to this body to help us usher this along. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you. Let's see if we have any remote public comment on item four.
2: Checking for remote public comment. And there is no public comment.
0: Public comment on item four is closed. Is there a motion to approve item four? Preston? Is there a second? Dorsey? Uh, Mr. Clerk, please call the roll.
1: On item four, Commissioner Chen aye. Chen aye. Commissioner Dorsey? Aye. Dorsey, aye. Commissioner Guardia? Aye. Guardia, aye. Chair Mandelman? Aye. I aye. Commissioner Peskin? Peskin absent. Commissioner Preston? Aye. Preston, aye. Commissioner Safai? Aye. Safai, aye. Commissioner Stephanie? Aye. Stephanie, aye. Commissioner Walton? Aye. Walton, aye. And Commissioner Peskin? Aye. Peskin, aye. Chair, the motion is approved.
0: Uh, thank you, Mr. Clerk. Please call our next item.
1: Item five, Program Two Million Six Hundred One Thousand, in Senate Bill One, Local Partnership Program Formula Funds for construction of the Yerba Buena Island Hillcrest Road Improvement Project, Hillcrest Project, and design of the Yerba Buena Island Multi Use Pathway (YBIMUP). Approved two fund exchanges. I'm sorry, this I am on dark. the wrong item. Am I? We are on item five, which is allocate thirty-six million five hundred forty-five thousand three hundred thirty. and propel funds with conditions for five requests. This is an action item.
0: Thank you, Mr. Clerk. Uh, And we have Linda Vare here to present the item.
9: Good morning, commissioners. I'm Linda Vare, transportation planner and SFGov TV. We have my slides ready and this screen is shared. Okay, so the The first prop L request is for the BART Car Capacity Program and of the 306 additional cars that are required, 252 are needed for BART to operate 28 10-car trains per hour on the four lines that operate through the Transbay tube and run up to 30 trains per hour. So the remaining 54 rail cars are to increase capacity on the orange line and to increase ready reserve trains which are needed in case delays occur. So, the core capacity project includes four project elements. The first is 306 additional fleet of the future rail cars. Two is a new communication based train control system. Three additional rail car storage and four additional traction power substations. So, this is a five billion program. Five, five, 5 billion program (laughs) that is leveraging over 1.3 billion federal core capacity grant. As an aside, Prop L also has some funds for a future muni core capacity program that is also intended to leverage a federal core capacity grant similar to what BART has done here. So for today, BART has requested Prop L funds to support purchase of 54 additional rail cars as part of the planned 306 additional cars, and Alameda County Transportation Commission is contributing an equivalent amount of sales tax in the same timeframe as Prop L. So there is a special condition to this project. As a Prop L major capital project, the TA will engage in enhanced project delivery support and oversight of this core capacity program. This includes ongoing participation by TA staff or its project management oversight consultants, and FTA project management oversight, monthly and quarterly meetings, and MTC-hosted funding partner meetings. Okay, and the next three Prop L requests, which you've heard in the previous item from my colleague Mike, is um, traffic signal upgrades from SFMTA. And this includes the pedestrian signal improvements, um, including the PED countdown signals and accessible PED signals. So this Prop L request is for the Western Edition Traffic Signal Upgrades Phase Two. As you heard, this is for the local match to the Federal Safe Streets for All grant to upgrade existing location signals at 12 locations with those countdown signals, the pedestrian signals, and signal visibility improvements. So this project will Enhance pedestrian bicyclist safety, the transit connections in space, and as you heard, advancing the city's Vision Zero goals through these signals and speed reduction strategies from that Western Edition community-based transportation plan. So 15 of the 16 locations are on the high injury network, and speed reduction strategies such as the 20-mile-per-hour speed limits on eligible corridors, radar speed signs, quick-build projects, and the community education outreach campaign will be funded by Prop B general funds and the federal grant. Okay, and the next prop bell request is for the traffic signal visibility upgrades fiscal year 24. This is for 400,000 to fund the construction phase and this will improve traffic signal visibility at eight intersections and the areas inside the equity priority communities are the Bayview, the Tenderloin Soma, Excelsior Outer Mission, Chinatown and Western Edition. So this replaces eight inch signal heads with 12 inch heads at locations with a history of red light running collisions. So additionally, this will also improve traffic signals at 20 intersections by installing signal backplates with yellow retroflective borders at locations with speeds at or over 40 mile per hour or at locations where a major freeway segment terminates. So these upgrades will focus on Vision Zero High Injury Network corridors and improve safety at signalized inter- intersections throughout the city. So those locations are in your packets and the larger traffic signal head lenses and these backplates with the retroflective borders have greater visibilities and that can improve driver awareness and reduce red light running. The next prop L of request is from MTA again for the traffic signal hardware replacement fiscal year 24 and this is for 500,000 to fund the construction phase. So MTA prioritizes locations for the replacement based on factors such as the history of maintenance problems based on the signal shop records, age, and the high injury network. So the tables in your packet show the candidate locations and include a column for the high injury network and the equity priority communities. And there's no excavation needed, therefore the MTA signal shop can procure and install all signal equipment proposed for replacement. Um, There's no contract that's needed. So the replacement of the traffic signal hardware will help maintain traffic safety assets in a state of good repair, which also ensures a safe and reliable transportation system. And the last Prop L request is from SFMTA again for the Vision Zero Education and Communication Speed Safety Cameras. So this request is for 150,000, which was highlighted again by Mike in the prior item. This is Assembly Bill 645 Friedman and requires the pilot cities to administer a public information campaign for at least 30 calendar days prior to the commencement of their program. And that includes public announcements in major media outlets and press releases. So we are recommending, um, as you heard, holding most of those funds on reserve, and this will provide MTA with some funds to develop a detailed scope schedule and budget. And that release of those funds is conditioned about upon MTA presentation of that draft education and communications plan to the board that will be in early 2024. So MTA will require two Board of Supervisors approval early 2024 before the procurement process. In March 2024, there will be a Board of supervisor approval of the project-specific legislation to allow a design, build, operate, maintain contract with the vendor. And in May, June 2024, there will also be Board of Supervisors approval of the Speed Safety System Use Policy and the Speed Safety System Impact Report, both requirements that are of enabling legislation of AB 645. After those two board of supervisor approvals, MTA will start the RFQ RFP process and select a vendor and work on designing building those 33 cameras and they anticipate that the cameras will go live in early 2025. So with that, I am able to answer questions and we also have project managers from BART and MTA available and SFGUB TV, I have finished my presentation.
0: Thank you, Ms. Vare, Commissioner Chan.
9: Thank you, Chairman. And just a quick questions about, um, in terms of uh, outreach for multilingual outreach, and um, just wanted to understand the distribution process for those material. Because you mentioned both in print and digital material, uh, as well as um, advertising, all in multilingual uh, or you know multilingual materials. Just wanted to understand um, how and, and how do, how would you how you be distributing those. Thank you for the question. I'm going to invite Shannon Hake to answer that from MTA.
7: Hi, I'm Shannon Hake uh, with SFMTA. I'm the uh, speed safety camera program manager. Uh, while we're still figuring out what it's going to look like when we get to the phase where we're ready to turn on the cameras, uh, what we'll look at is, um, is a combination of census data that shows us where um, linguistically isolated households might be, Um, and uh, make sure that we're targeting those uh, households in local newspapers and radio stations and all of the different uh, means uh, that they might be familiar with. I think a lot of that can also go to uh, direct mail, um, letting people know really where the cameras are and and, uh, exactly when they'll be turning on. Thank you, and through the chair, um, just um, so, that uh, will
2: there be a consideration for a social media platform? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Thank
0: you. Thank you, Commissioner Chan, Commissioner Guardia.
10: Thank you. Uh, my question is about the BART tra- uh, car um, purchase. So, in the presentation, you mentioned that there's you anticipate running 28 10 car trains per hour through the Transbay Tube, which is two trains short of the 30 10 car train per hour target. So, my question is how. What are the current Transbay tube headways and how long are the average train car lengths running through the tube?
9: Thank you for that question. I'm going to invite Bart to answer that. Suresh, I believe,
2: is available. Or... Okay.
11: Hey, good morning, commissioners. Uh, Rob Hawkes, manager of grants and funding advocacy at Bart. So currently we're running uh, 8 to 10 car trains per hour through uh, 8 to 10 car trains uh, at lengths. Um, and we're running 23 maximum trains per hour through the tube per hour at the moment. Uh, the 28 trains per hour will be, will be facilitated by the rollout of the CBTC, the tr- communications-based train control system once it's deployed, plus the additional rail cars that we'll be pur- purchasing. Uh, once the tr- communications-based train control system is deployed f- fully system-wide um, with the full uh, purchase of the 306 rail cars, then we'll be able to move to 30 trains per hour
10: through the tube. And so that's quite a jump. I mean, I believe these numbers were probably, this purchase was planned prior to COVID. So now of course we know the drop in ridership and want to build it back up. Um, you know, how long do you anticipate jumping from the 10 cars all the way to 30? Uh, so I guess the question is, if it's a long, long time, um, could do we need to purchase these cars now? Can this money be used to help Muni or other? I mean, other make things more efficient or just help in other ways. So the Delta is going from 23 to 28 trains per hour through the
11: tube. the The, the length of the cars is eight to ten to ten cars. I see. Um, we're committed to uh the con we committed to many contracts in either grant agreements or purchases prior to the pandemic so we are locked into many agreements to those 30 trains per hour those 20 trains per hour or those 10 car lengths from contracts we entered into prior to the pandemic um so we are locked in to those commitments yeah okay thank you Mm -hmm.
0: thank you commissioner engardio um and I think we should open this item to public comments. there's anyone in the chamber who wants to speak to us about item five, come on forward.
5: Yeah,
6: I'm sorry, I came so, uh, to speak. Uh, what was it? Your last uh, thing was uh, vision zero, education and communication. It was explicit, so that means what it means. Zero education, is that your goal? No, that's, you put this money towards education because the future is about about remodeling, changing, creating a new system of education. That's the problem here today we are facing in the entire world. So San Francisco is, I need to take care of that with you. But so you have to please, uh, at least freeze everything that asks here. Money here, money there. MTA doesn't need money anymore here for now. Freeze. Or, let's say, hold, I don't know how to put it. Please pay attention, because you are going to regret it big time. Otherwise...
7: Uh, hello again, Commissioners. Uh, my name is Rachel Clyde again from the San Francisco Bicycle Coalition speaking to the speed safety camera pilot. Um, this is life-saving technology that our organization and many others have been advocating for uh, many years. We started advocating for automated speed enforcement policy back in 2017 and we are elated to finally see this pilot coming to fruition and we are hopeful for the impact that it will have on our streets. Uh, We urge the SFCTA and SFMTA to facilitate swift and thorough communication um, to the public so this program can be as effective and as equitable as possible. Uh, Thank you to the TA and MTA staff who have worked diligently on this policy. Thank you.
0: Thank you. And let's see if we have any remote public comment on item five.
2: Checking for remote public comment on item five. Hi
12: caller, you're two minutes now. Um, good morning, uh, uh, Commissioner Brown San Jose. I hope you can hear me clearly. Um, the only um, comment I would add to um, Commissioner and Gail just a question about uh, potentially redistributing um, some of these funds is that. Um, but, um responds that the hand got a specific commitment with the Federal Transit Administration is correct. However, our train are currently facing the exact same predicament in terms of number of trains they are supposed to be operating as part of the agreement with the FDA. And my recommendation moving forward is that DAS investigate potentially reaching out to the fda and potentially coming up with uh, different agreements that would um, uh, include uh, deploying these additional trains at a later date in the future thank you
2: thank you caller there is no additional public comment
0: all right public comment on item five is closed Um, is there a motion to approve item five Moved by Preston. Is there a second? Seconded by Dorsey. Um, Mr. Clerk, please call the roll.
1: On item five, Commissioner Chan. Aye. Chan, aye. Commissioner Dorsey. Aye. Dorsey, aye. Commissioner Guardia. Guardia, aye. Chair Middleman. Aye. Mendelman, aye. aye. Commissioner Peskin.
10: Aye.
1: Peskin, aye. Commissioner Preston. Aye. Preston, aye. Commissioner Safai. Aye. Safai, aye. Commissioner Stephanie. Aye. Stephanie, aye. Commissioner Walton. Walton absent.
0: Uh, The motion is approved. Uh, Thank you, Mr. Clerk, and I, as I mentioned, I would like to do, I'd like to excuse uh, Commissioner Walton from that vote um, and from the remaining votes on this agenda as he indicated that he would not be able to be here. Um, And can you please call our next item? Yes,
1: Item 6, Program $2,601,000 in Senate Bill 1, Local Partnership Program Formula Funds for construction of the Yerba Buena Island Hillcrest Road Improvement Project or the Hillcrest Project, and design of the Yerba Buena Island Multi-Use Pathway, or the YBIMUP, approve two fund exchanges with conditions to fully fund the Hillcrest Project, including accommodations for a new class one multi-use pathway, and appropriate with conditions $4,850,000 in Prop K funds for design and construction
0: of the Hillcrest Project. This is an action item. Uh, And we have Camille Cachois. um, our transportation planner to present this item
13: good morning commissioners I'm Camille Kochwa assistant transportation planner uh, SFGovTV. TV I have my slides up and today I will present the funding actions needed to fund the Hillcrest Road Improvement project including accommodations for a new class one multi-use path I'll refer to these as the Hillcrest project and the mup
0: Thank you, Commissioner Stephanie. (laughs) And Commissioner Peskin, thank you as well. We go. We got
13: it up. All right, uh, next slide.
14: If that's possible. Okay.
13: As you saw in September, the Transportation Authority is undertaking a combination of improvements on Yerba Buena Island. And back in September 2023, the board approved an increase in the professional services contract with WMH Corporation for the design phase and Caltrans right of way approval for the Hillcrest project on Yerba Buena Island. As part of this item, we flag that we're working closely with the Metropolitan Transportation Commission, or MTC, and Treasure Island Development Authority to identify and secure additional funds to add scope to the Hillcrest project from our failed solutions for congested corridors application for the multi-use path. The Hillcrest project is nearly done with design and getting ready to advertise for construction in early 2024, so there's some urgency to this item. Next slide. The full MUP will connect the Bay Bridge East Span Path to Treasure Island through a class one separated pathway. It will be built in four segments and the MUP is the orange line that spans the lower half of the island on the inset map. It's a big project that will be built in phases. Today we're focusing in on the relationship between the Hillcrest project, which aligns with segment two of the MUP. The MUP is parallel to Hillcrest on the water side and we're proposing to expand the scope of the Hillcrest project to include accommodation for the future MUP. Next slide. The Hillcrest project can be built to accommodate the future implementation of segment two of the MUP through the project's upcoming construction contract. The MUP envisions a 16-foot class one bike pedestrian path, This requires a wider cross section on Hillcrest and a taller and longer retaining wall built into the hillside. You can see the wider cross section needed in the bottom image on the screen. And building this now as part of the Hillcrest project would achieve construction and cost efficiencies and avoid a costly future demolition and reconstruction. Within the, with the Hillcrest project headed toward construction in advance of the MUP project, we're seeking to maximize coordination opportunities to accommodate the future MUP to the greatest extent possible while contractors are in the field. We wanna get it right the first time and avoid having to redo this at a later date. Next slide. So this table shows the updated funding plans for the design and construction phases of the Hillcrest project. The increased costs for each phase are shown in green. Again, this is to accommodate segment two of the MUP. And we have a funding gap to fill to complete the funding plan for Hillcrest design and construction so that it can advertise for construction in early 2024. So that's 750,000 for design and 6.7 million for construction. We need to fill those funding gaps with non-federal funds because Hillcrest has state CEQA environmental clearance but not federal NEPA environmental clearance which would take additional time and funds. Next I'll go over the three types of funding actions proposed today to fill the gaps. Next slide. So there are three types of actions and the first is to program additional funds through the SB1 Local Partnership Program or LPP. Our recommendation today is to program 2.6 million in SB1 LPP funds to Hillcrest Construction so that it can advertise for construction in early 2024. The 1000 to the MUP is an administrative requirement by the California Transportation Commission or CTC in order to facilitate the shift in funds between MUP phases to complete all the funding plans. And the SB1 LPP program rewards jurisdictions with voter-approved taxes, tolls, and fees dedicated to transportation. It's administered by the CTC, has broad eligibility for project types, uh, requires a dollar-for-dollar match and a full funding plan. And as the Prop L, AA, and TNC tax administrators will receive about 8.8 million in formula funds this cycle, which includes a one-time incentive funding of 5 million for the passage of Prop L last November. Next slide. Next, we have two proposed fund exchanges. Again, this is to complete the Hillcrest funding plan with non-federal funds since the project does not have NEPA clearance. OBAG three funds are federal, and by doing a dollar-for-dollar fund exchange with local Prop K funds allocated to the FSF MTA's light rail vehicle project with OBAG three funds, Hillcrest can proceed to construction. The fund exchanges are conditioned on the required MTC approvals to ensure that there is no impact to the LRV project. We've been working in coordination with MTC and SFMTA, and MTC plans to take action on this in December. We're very appreciative of SFMTA and MTC for working with us on this fund exchange, which will help advance delivery of the MUPS vision for a pedestrian and bicycle facility from the Yerba Buena Island bicycle landing to the new Treasure Island ferry terminal. And next slide. The final action is to appropriate with conditions Prop K funds from the fund exchange to the Hillcrest project because it's ready to go and to enable the project to advertise for construction in early 2024. This will take place after MTC has taken all the necessary actions to ensure the LRV project is held harmless and Hillcrest cannot seek reimbursement of the funds until the exchanges have all been approved. Next slide. And looking ahead, the fund exchange will be considered by MTC commission for approval next month in December. The LPP funds will be programmed at the CTC's January meeting. And this all leads to Hillcrest being able to advertise for construction by February 2024 with estimated completion of construction in early 2027. And with that, I'm able to answer any questions. We also have project managers available.
15: Uh, Commissioner Dorsey. Thanks so much. I actually don't have any um, questions, but I did want to just express my appreciation as the District 6 Supervisor for um, all the work that is being done on Yorba Buena Island and Treasure Island. Um, It is really kind of uh, cool after all these years. I remember years ago being in the City Attorney's Office and watching some of the early, you know, projects being announced for Treasure Island and now to be uh, sitting here and seeing it come together and knowing that this represents um, a good portion is cl- close to 10% of the uh, housing arena goals that we're going to need to accomplish in this housing element cycle. It is very meaningful and I just uh, want no, no questions because I I, I think uh, everybody here, Tilly and team, do, do a great job of keeping me and my office apprised of it. But I wanted to express uh, my gratitude as the district su- supervisor uh, and I think that's uh I can confidently say that's on behalf of residents of the island as well.
0: All right. Um, let's see if we have public comment on this item. Is anyone in the chamber wants to come forward and talk about six? Nope. Let's see if we have any remote public comment on item six.
2: Checking for a remote public comment on item six. And there is no public comment.
0: All right, public comment on item six is closed. Um, Is there a motion to approve item six? I'm gonna say Dorsey wants to move that. Is there a second? Seconded by Stephanie. Um, And if Commissioner Safai has stepped in, I think we can take this same house, same call without objection, the motion passes. Um, Mr. Clerk, can you please call the next item?
1: Item seven, authorize the executive director to execute master agreements, program supplemental agreements, cooperative agreements, fund transfer agreements, and any amendments thereto with the California Department of Transportation for receipt of federal and state funds for design of the Yerba Buena Island or YBI multi-use pathway in an amount up to $3 $1,000. State funds for construction of the YBI Hillcrest Road Improvement, project in the amount of two million six hundred thousand dollars and state funds for planning programming and monitoring in the amount of forty six thousand dollars this is an action item
0: thank you mr clerk and we have lily Yu, principal management analyst
14: uh, good morning chair mandelman and commissioners lily Yu, principal management analyst today i am presenting a routine administrative item to approve four grants we anticipate receiving this fiscal year Uh, Caltrans requires our agency to adopt a resolution to identify the person authorized to execute various funding agreements. Approval of this item will facilitate compliance with Caltrans funding. Um, Several of the funding sources I'll discuss was previously presented by Camille, so I'll keep my presentation brief. The first two grants are for the design phase of the Yerba Buena Island Multi-Use Pathway Project for an amount up to $3 million in federal One Bay Area grant funds and $1,000 in State Senate Bill 1 uh, Local Partnership Program funds, um, or SB1 LPP. The $1,000 is required by the California Transportation Commission to facilitate a transfer of LPP cost savings from the environmental phase to the final design phase. Um, The YBI multi-use pathway project will develop a safe and accessible multi-use pathway connection between the current YBI bike landing and the intersection of the Treasure Island Road at McCall Road. The design phase will take approximately two years to complete. Our third grant for consideration is to support the expansion of the construction phase on the YBI uh, Hillcrest Road Improvement Project for $2 million, $2.6 million in SB1 LPP funds. This grant will provide additional funding to the $30 million state infill infrastructure grant awarded to the Treasure Island Development Authority, which we are sub-recipient to. The project will widen Hillcrest Road to improve traffic and safety circulation. We anticipate a grant award uh, from Caltrans in early 2024. The last grant is the State Planning and Programming and Monitoring Program for $46,000. These activities are captured under our Congestion Management Agency function and are related to project planning, development, and oversight projects. In terms of fiscal impact, if all four grants are approved, we'll include them in our fiscal year 2023-24 mid-year budget amendment and any future budgets we anticipate expending these funds. In addition, we'll bring um, all procurements related to the projects to the board for approval. With that, I'm happy to answer any questions. Thank you.
0: Thank you. I do not see any questions. Thank you for your presentation and your work. And let's see if there's any public comment in the chamber on item seven. Don't see any. Let's see if there's any remote public comment on item seven.
2: Checking for remote public comment and
0: there is no public comment public comment on item seven is closed is there a motion to approve item seven moved by dorsey is there a second seconded by chan thank you commissioner chan i think we can take that same house same call without objection the motion passes and mr clerk please call our next item
1: Item 8 Increase the amount of professional services contract with MNS Engineers Inc. by $250,000 to a total amount not to exceed $5,050,000 for construction management services for the Yerba Buena Island Southgate Road realignment improvement project. This is an action item.
16: R.L. Holmes, dire- Deputy Director for Capital Projects. Uh, good morning, uh, Chair Mandelman and Commissioners. Carl Holmes, Deputy Director for Capital Projects. Um, I'm here to uh, seek board approval on a contract amendment with m and Engineerings Incorporated uh, in the amount of 250,000 to perform construction management services on the Southgate contract. Uh, this will increase their uh, capacity to uh, not to exceed $5,050,000. Uh, I'll remind the board that this is the same contract that we opened in May 7th of this year and we are so close to closing out the contract uh, and we are working uh, very closely with uh, Caltrans, SFMTA, and SF Public Works uh, in order to achieve that uh, contract closure. Um, I do want to highlight uh, along with this uh, contract amendment that uh, at the time of this contract uh, implementation there was a DBE goal of 10.2 percent Uh, And up to this point, the contract has achieved 16.5%, and that's for three firms, uh, Inspection Services, which is uh, an Asian Pacific uh, women-owned firm, uh, KL Bartlett Consulting, which is a woman-owned firm, and Trans-American Engineers, which is an African-American and San Francisco-based firm. Again, I'm here today to seek board approval on the contract amendment in the amount of 250000 as well as to authorize the executive director uh, to negotiate and modify agreement payment terms and non-material terms and conditions. And with that, I'll conclude my presentation.
0: Thank you. I don't see any comments or questions. Let's see if there's any public comment on item 8 in the chamber. I don't see any. Let's see if we have any remote public comment on item 8. Checking for a remote public
2: comment. And there is no public comment.
0: All right, public comment on item eight is closed. Thank you, Director Holmes. Uh, is there a motion to approve item eight moved by Dorsey? Uh, is there a second? I will second it. And I think we can take that same house, same call without objection, the motion passes. And Mr. Clerk, can you please call our next item? Item nine, introduction of new items. This is an information item. I don't see any new items. Mr. Clerk, please call our next item. Item 10, public comment. Public comment. Uh, if there's nobody in the chamber, let's. who wants to talk on item 10? Let's see if we have anyone who wants to talk to us remotely on item 10.
2: Checking for remote public comment on item 10. And there is no public comment.
0: Okay, public comment on item 10 is closed. Mr. Clerk, could you please call item 11? Item 11, adjournment. Adjourned.